Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Brianna Fox and I don't know what I'm doing. Welcome back, everybody. I have Amanda Devon back on the podcast. Hello, hello. And thank today, you so much for having me. Oh, of course. <laughs> thank you for coming. <laughs> um, we have our Starbucks uh, fall drinks. I've got the pumpkin cream cold brew, but I asked them to put sugar-free vanilla in it and it tastes identical. So I need to pop this into my fitness pal just to see like the information on it because this tastes really good. Yeah. And I wanted that, but I can no longer have caffeine. First of all, I never could in general. I always thought I could. And I just like, I drink it and I get go into like a full blown panic attack. I have anxiety. I'm just like jittery. I can't stand it, but I love the way that that tastes. So I try to get a decaf version, which they don't, which I figured, but so they got, um, a tall iced pumpkin latte it's not as good as the cold brew but it is good it's decent and it's decaf so because i love the taste of coffee i just can't have that caffeinate anything caffeinated it's just crazy that sucks that they don't do like a decaf cold brew maybe one day i feel like it makes sense why they don't i need to look into like what cold brew even is. yeah i feel like that i feel like when i because I'm not a coffee person. If I think of cold brew, I feel like it's like straight out of the caffeine. <laughs> like if caffeine was a thing, like was a jug, <laughs> that is cold brew. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That, that doesn't just, make any sense, but that's how like my mind, I see it. Like caffeine is cold brew. The way that you described that, I literally just imagined a cow water for some reason. Just, I was like, that's the caffeine. That is the caffeine <laughs> coming straight into my coffee. No. What uh, is Caffeine. These are hard questions. Let's not ask okay. these questions. <laughs> That's what we have Google for. I'll like, Google honestly, that later. By the way, so I don't ever go on Facebook. Don't tell me you saw my... I sure did. I sure did. Why don't you it's tell everybody about your week and what happened? So long story short, for a Halloween decoration, <laughs> I, was on, I was on Amazon and I needed Spanish moss. And it was part of my coffee table. No, my, my dining room table. And it said it was a four ounce bag, but because it's online and I can't see how big the bag is, I mean, everything looks big online. So I was just like, I don't know, like is four ounces enough? So I go to Google, how much is four ounces? And what I meant was- Is that all you asked on Google? I'm sure there's a lot of other stupid shit that I asked. No, but I mean in that question, it was just how much is four ounces? And then at one point I had to put how many cups- (laughs) four ounces (laughs) okay so there was two separate oh i love it it was two separate and so my issue was i was putting the ounces in cups when it needed to be the ounces in weight yeah and then that would have gave me a better description of like how big is four ounce i don't know i can totally see like when you say it that way i was like okay that totally makes sense why you would ask that because like that's something that you can relate it to like okay i know what a cup is visually exactly and then so after I go about my business, I end up ordering this, whatever. Well, my boyfriend is on my phone and he's, I don't know, he was like Googling something and he starts laughing and I was like, what's so funny? And he was like, you Googled how many cups is in four ounces? And I just look at him and I was like, yeah, okay. So like, <laughs> yeah, I did. get off my phone. <laughs> I was like, you don't need to see how many other dumb questions I asked Google. But we laughed about it and then... 
that's when we went into this whole like I should have looked into weight instead of he's like yeah babe like four ounces in weight he's like it's different because it's so light it's gonna be a lot more than you think and I was just like okay well I obviously wasn't thinking at the time which is why I used Google anyway it came to my house it's enough so (laughs) I'm like I swear I'm smart but there's just times where it's like I overthink and I'm like I need Google to tell me I don't want to think about it you ever see that meme that's like the only thing more embarrassing than my Google history is my calculator history (laughs) like it's annoying four times two (laughs) because you have to double check I'm just double checking I know the answer I just want to make sure that that's the answer do you know all your times tables like two times two like your twos your threes your fours Mm -hmm. yeah okay I know all of them but eights confuse me you know what eights are kind of tricky like i don't know like off the top of my head i can't tell you what eight times three is i'd have to think about it 24 wow you're smart i know my time <laughs> table i do watch what, we like, what is four ounces hold on here here we gotta <laughs> let me just double check this is why we get the phone out and we do eight times three it's 24 okay i wow. just want to make sure watch like people are like it's 21 dumbass <laughs> no that's like, seven times three <laughs> but you know you're a genius thanks so today we're going to talk about confidence in comparison so i had you guys ask me questions on instagram i'm going to pull them up um is there anything that you want to say like right off the bat or i feel like the questions kind of help us dive into it honestly i was gonna say um which i said to you earlier I was talking to my parents about, you know, me and helping Brie with her podcast and stuff and like doing some episodes with her. And I was like, yeah, we're going to do like topics like friendships. And one of them is going to be about um, confidence and not comparing yourself to others. And my dad's response was, you don't. (laughs) And I just started laughing because I was like, well, you're right. (laughs) But we're going to go a little bit more in depth about that. And he was like, yeah, you just don't. And I was like, you know what, Dad? I think that's just the episode. You just don't, and now we're out. And don't do it. Thank you so much for watching, watching. and tuning in. <laughs> Appreciate you. Please subscribe. <laughs> no, honestly, like we should totally have your parents over and just they, have them talk. I love listening to them talk because I just like talking to somebody who's like lived life. Totally. You know, like so many times that they've told us, like, you'll understand when you're older, or you'll get it when you're older, or blah, 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 when you're older. I hated that growing up. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized like, oh my gosh, you do do so much growing up in realizing with so many things, you know, like the Kylie thing. Just like- realizing things. <laughs> this year's me and my friends. It's just, just like about realizing, realizing things. things. Like that's what but it for is. Real. It really is. Like, so like I like hearing their, you know, perspectives on certain things and kind of like I don't know. Did you hear my throat? Just, my throat just farted. But yeah, I really wanted to talk about this with you because I feel like you're a very confident person and I love that. It's one of the things I love about you. Thank you. I admire it and thank I try you. to be that way. Oh my gosh. By thanks. the way, the sun is going through that ripped up blind and it's, and it's killing your me. Eye. It's killing me. Yeah. I had you guys ask me questions on Instagram so I figured we could just kind of like start answering and then we just, we're just going to start babbling yeah. off our opinions and advice perspective outlook all Mm -hmm. on confidence comparison and all of that kind of stuff so let's dive in yeah okay so (laughs) i'm gonna go down to the bottom oh okay any insecurity you feel like you've conquered first one that you still struggle with i love this question this is a great first question oh 
You go first. Okay. So I'm trying to think of one that I've overcome. I think, honestly, I feel like it's like just the way that I look, like my body specifically. Um, I think I just stopped really caring. I mean, obviously, like I still have goals and stuff. Like I want to like build muscle and whatever, but it's more of like a... But like where did that insecurity come from? We're getting deep, bitch. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would personally say from you being active dancer yeah. to being stay-at-home full-time. Not active at not all. Not being active. Like it was just a big shock and a big change. And it came with a lot of like health struggles. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't feel like myself. And then even when I started like just losing weight and getting healthier, it was still something I always focused on. Right. And I think when you kind of go through that, it is still in the back of your mind. But I think because I've been so decently consistent with my health and focusing on that and like working out, not even just from a physical standpoint, but just from a mental standpoint, it's not the first thing I think of. Good. So like even in pictures when I'm like, oh, like you know, either I've gained weight or whatever. It's like, okay, that's a thing, but I still look good. Yes. (laughs) You know, I think that that's something I've definitely overcome. And I mean, my weight itself has fluctuated. And so it's no longer about that. It's more about like how I feel inside. And when I am taking care of myself, myself, Mm -hmm. taking care of myself by eating healthy and working out, regardless if my physical body doesn't change, I already feel better on the inside. So I feel like because I've been decently consistent with that, like that just doesn't really affect me like it used to. Yeah. And, um, pairing with that, um, my skin, which I feel like my skin has gotten so much better than Mm -hmm. it was. Like when I worked at Sephora, I had horrible skin. It was kind of like a rash. And I think it was because of my, um, the way I was eating, I was eating horribly. So I feel like that really helped. But um, I like completely stopped editing my face in pictures. Like and I don't skin even blur looks it. Amazing. Thank you. Even when like I feel like it was better. Like two years ago, I look back at my pictures and I'm like, you don't even look good because you blurred out your face. Why did you do that? Your skin was fine, but it was just kind of like that's what you do. You put your picture into Facetune and you blur right. it out. And then little by little, it was like, I don't need to do this. And yeah. not to say like I still use filters like on Instagram. They're fun to use. But like I'm not sitting there blurring out my skin in actual photos and I've never used a filter on video. I didn't even know that that was a thing until like the last two years. I didn't know that like you there could do that. There are so many videos I watch nowadays that I can tell there's a blurring filter on there. I'm like, why? You'll have to show me because I'm like, I, I will show I you. I cannot detect it. You will see it. it. It's so, it's so fine. It's a fine detail that you have to really watch the video to see it slip up a little bit. Most of the time it doesn't. That's bizarre. But it ends up being like, you'll see like real time texture here. And then like throughout here is all blurred. Wow. And I'm like, well. And I think like too, like with an Instagram filter, for me, I use those more as like for fun. Like, yeah, you know, I like some of them. I'm like, oh, wow, I look. I, look, I love the I color cool, tones. You know, those are my favorite. The color tones where yeah. it like changes a mood. Those yeah. are my favorite. Like, yeah. yeah, of course, who doesn't want to play around with those? Like, yeah. But I look moodier or I look light and bright or this, that, the other. Like, like, even like, the ones that are face altering, I think, are fun to use sometimes. I but used to really obvious. love the one with like the big smile and the big crazy eyes. Like, that was my favorite. <laughs> but yeah, with that being said, like, I just kind of. I don't know what it was. It was one day I was like, I'm just not going to edit my face anymore. I'll have texture. And there was actually one. I'm going to pull it up. 
that I almost didn't post because I was like, wow, I actually have a lot of texture because I feel like honestly, sometimes the camera makes it worse. <laughs> it like picks up way more texture. No, which, it does. Whatever it is, what it is. Because I swear it's like, obviously it's picking up every single detail. I posted this picture and I almost didn't because I was like, this is quite a lot of texture. And I was like, fuck it. I don't care. I don't, I don't want to edit my face. So I didn't this one. And if you zoom it, I like I'm extra oily. So it's like really textured, but I think people would appreciate that more. They're really starting to love the realness because that's what skin looks like. I don't know why we've ad- adapted this whole idea that like skin isn't, you know, I'm an, I'm a licensed esthetician. So I go hard for skin. Yeah. Skin is skin. Like, why do we pretend like it's not? It's weird to me. Yeah. And I get it because we've just all been kind of trained to see everything in this perfect lens. But like skin is perfectly imperfect. Like that's what it is. Yeah. So why are we trying to make it something that it's not? Like you have pores. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. You have wrinkles. It's normal. Yeah. It's normal. Yeah. Like even like that picture I posted of my wrinkle. I was like, this it was is funny. Funny. I'm posting it. I don't it's care. Tr- like, and like nothing against like Botox and filler and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like that's cool. But like I haven't done that and it was just funny. But um, so those are insecurities that I've gotten over. And a new one in the last like year or two that I'm so insecure about. I don't even want to talk about it, but I'm going to. Do I know it? I don't think so. And you're probably gonna be like, bitch, like it's not a big deal. But it's like I start noticing it. It's my overbite. I hate my mouth like I'm fine with my teeth I'm fine with my crooked tooth it's like I was looking at some of my wedding pictures and I'm like (laughs) like if I'm laughing from the side you can see it just out like a full inch and I just never really noticed that that was never noticed it either well thanks it's funny how like things that we notice that like other people don't notice yeah but it's funny that you brought that up because I've also the last like year and a half have had mouth issues you have yeah what's up because I spent three and a half years in braces and my mouth and smile have changed, which it's not bad. Like, I don't think I look bad, but after going through that much time just for it to change and it's like, I want it to go back. I don't want it to be all for nothing. Like it's not all for nothing, but so lately I've been thinking if I should get braces again. Um, and the reason too, like I was also having jaw issues. Like when I had braces, my jaw would lock up. It was weird. I didn't have like crazy, like metal mouth for the jaw, but, um, it did help my jaw. So I'm like afraid that like, if it gets too out of hand, like would my jaw issues come back? Like where it's popping all the time. So Hmm. I don't know. I thought about getting braces again. Would you ever do Invisalign? I have it. It doesn't work. And I don't, I'm so sick and tired of everybody saying it works. It just doesn't. Like, Why it, didn't it work for you? It gets you to probably like 90% perfection. I'd be fine It'll with that. It'll never be 100. I'd be totally fine with Braces that. Braces give you 100. So when you have that for that long and then I the can't thing imagine is, you with braces. I know. The thing with Invisalign is your teeth are so strong. They're bones. They're strong. Yeah. So my retainer that I have is slowly starting to morph into oh, what my teeth want them to be. That's right. I remember you saying that. So eventually my teeth are just going to go right back to the start and I'm going to have to pay for Invisalign all over again. Could they like, once your teeth are perfect, do they ever take a mold so that you can get your retainer? So I just have to keep buying the retainer, which is like okay. $500 every time. And I'm like, well, if you did that every few, few years, it'd be cheaper than braces. Yes. 
But when I had braces, they gave me a metal retainer, so I would never have to do that ever again. I'm confused. So like the retainer that they give you in Invisalign, it's, I don't know, it's like a plastic. Okay, gotcha. Whereas like with braces, I had a metal I wonder if you retainer. can ask for a metal one. I wonder. I'm probably. Because that would probably fix the whole thing. It would thing. make sense. Yeah. But I would not want a metal retainer until my teeth were like 100, not just 90. Yeah. But it would be top and bottom. I would need them done. So back when Invisalign first came out, I went in because of my one crooked tooth and they checked out my jaw and they were basically like we would have to completely break your jaw and you'd have to do like a mouth guard like like a whole fucking set and um because it was mainly because of my overbite and then they said Invisalign would actually give me buck teeth wow but that was when it first came out I feel like who knows if it's different now I feel like almost everybody gets like Invisalign now they do so I know a lot of people who do but um I specifically talked to like a friend of mine who had Visalign because I had posted something on um, Instagram and I was like, catch me in my 30s with braces and you better mind your business. Do it. And this girl, she messaged me and it's a friend of mine. I went to high school with her. She was like, girl, get braces. I'm on my third Visalign set. It's like, I don't want to do that. Like I would rather get braces done and over with. I'd probably have them on for like a year max because my teeth aren't bad. Yeah. And then. Yeah, your teeth look great. It would be like little tweaking. (laughs) (laughs) So is that like an insecurity that you feel now? Um, I just go like, like on and off with it. Bugs you? Yeah. Like I'm not like, I don't lose sleep over it. Um, I still smile big all the time. Like, so it doesn't bother me that way. But there are times where I like look at myself and I'm like, should I take care of this now before it gets worse? Like what if it does get worse? I don't know. Like your teeth never stop moving. So like I'd rather do it when it's like not bad and like get it quick instead of like having years again. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. know. That's it's not really insecurity, just like an issue that sometimes bothers me here and there. Yeah. And then what's an insecurity that you've had that you've overcome? You're going to laugh. I thought of another one too for me, but I'll, I'll say that after you. Okay. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> my followers know exactly what I'm going to say. Oh, I know it now. <laughs> you're like, oh, my followers know. I know what it is. It's my fucking toes. <laughs> so a couple years ago, actually, I really don't know where it started, but I knew like what continued to happen, at least at this point. Um, I lost my toenail. It was tragic. Um, and in the midst of it growing back, I was working at a bar. I didn't wear the best shoes. And I had a girl with heels, drunk, jumping up and down. I was at the waitress station. She backed up into me, hit my toe so hard. I fell to the floor. And I knew right then and there that the new nail that was growing broke. Like I knew it. Fast forward to like watching it grow back. It was just like wasn't growing back the way it should have been or like it was taking too long, whatever. But when your toenails break and they, especially your big toenail, like I hated wearing shoes because I didn't want people to look at them. Like, yeah, you could put bandages on them or whatever, but I just like, it was just like a very like materialistic type of insecurity like no I shouldn't care but I just like deeply cared um so it bothered me and at this point I also like didn't really like my feet at the time either because people used to make fun of me I people made fun of me for so many damn things you have no idea people are assholes height and my feet were one of them because I wear I wear a size 11 women's but anybody that like sees my feet, they're like, I would have never known. Like your feet don't, they, they're proportioned to you. And I'm like, yeah. So honestly, when you like measure a, a bigger foot to a smaller foot, it's really not that big of a difference, but no. it's crazy how shoes sizes 
are so different like yeah you know how you are so particular with your shoe size and I feel like shoes themselves look bigger yeah when you compare them like one size shoe to another yeah but like feet themselves like no uh, yeah so yeah my feet were already like an insecure thing because people made fun of me for all, all the time and then now I have no toenails and they're like <laughs> growing back whatever so then I ended up just like one day literally not caring I just woke up I'm like why do I let something so small and for an issue that like happens to millions of people I had no idea like this like happens to everybody and especially when I started talking about it openly on social media I found a lot of people that were like bitch me too yeah that's right you're so many people that they like hid within themselves these issues so then I got my nails removed I'm like I don't care I just don't get rid of them don't care and now they're growing back but they're they're still not perfect they're still going to be slightly damaged because there was so much damage to them done with like again me being in a bar working and people stepping on my feet all the time like there was nothing I could do about it so yeah I don't know like I didn't really have like a what made me get over it it was kind of just like me telling myself I was being dumb to be upset about something so small like I have two feet that I could walk on who cares if I don't have nails yeah (laughs) yeah who cares cares? and honestly like like even at when you went to my wedding and you had bandages on your toenails Mm -hmm. I didn't even notice no nobody notices yeah except for like every once in a while someone be like oh did you hurt yourself I'm like yeah and they're like, oh, okay. I did. I had a fungus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was a thing. Like, I thought it was a fungus, and it wasn't. It's just damaged. It was just damaged from from just unfortunate events. So, are you next summer? Are you going to get um, fake toenails put on again, or no? So that is something that I used to like hide the insecurity with, but I haven't had any nails on um, since this whole process since April, and. I think the only time I'll really actually get nails put back on is if like I'm on vacation and I'm going to have my feet out the whole time. Yeah. And it's really not for me. It's for other people. Yeah. Because it is a weird thing to see. It's not something that you normally see all the time. Yeah. Just like a so it's like a over. Yeah. Toe. It's like it's a shock. So I do it for other people. It's not for me. And I'm like, I just want to save you that like. Maybe it might make somebody sick. <laughs> Look at them. You know what I really enjoyed? This is going to mm. get a little graphic. Yeah. So, warning. But I really enjoyed the pictures that you showed me of when you got them removed and you taking the cloth, like, off the toe. You're the only person that said they enjoyed that because everybody well, I mean, else was throwing up. I mean, it's disgusting, but I loved it. it. It's like watching a, like, popping a pimple. Yeah. It's like, ew, show me. It was really gross. Yeah. But I was, like, also very intrigued at like the whole process itself getting stuck <laughs> like imagine the feeling that i had inside when i was well, trying to remove to feel it, it. Mm, like new skin is growing over the gauze i'm like kill me oh that's why that yeah that's why it bothered me oh it was that, not a comfortable okay. feeling it was not comfortable <laughs> so i so feel I like that's my insecurity at the moment that is you still feel insecure about no, it or you got no i'm done I, yeah i got over it yeah yeah, it's so like am I supposed to deal. say an insecurity that I still struggle with? You said it was your teeth sometimes. Yeah, I guess that's... Is there anything sometimes. else? I know this sounds like bad. I'm like, no. But there's a reason why. No. Yeah. Well, this kind of goes to confidence. It goes to confidence. I had to learn to love everything that I didn't like about myself. Yeah. I had to learn to love everything that people used to make fun of me for. That was hard, but that was like something that like you have to do on your own. And so... 
do I have issues? Yeah. Do I have imperfections? Yeah. But I forced myself to love them and now I do. So it's like, I don't have like insecurities right now, except for like, like I said, sometimes with my teeth every once in a while, but perfectly imperfect. Yeah. I truly think that. Yeah. I find so much beauty in in imperfection. imperfection. Yeah, totally. Like so much when I'm scrolling on social media and I'm seeing real skin and real imperfections like things that people aren't trying to hide you know whether that's like dealing with weight or dealing with skin dealing with hair when I see things that aren't mainstream Mm -hmm. I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world totally like when I think of the um, world so like Botox and fillers become very readily available for everybody and Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with it like I think if you want it go for it nothing against it i think it's just gotten so popular so we're so used to seeing people look like like absolutely no lines and a little bit more full um with filler and again totally fine i i just think it's so breathtakingly beautiful when i see a celebrity who has full access to that more than anybody and they haven't done anything and you can tell yeah or like they have something that like typically you would think is like an imperfection yeah and they rock it i Mm -hmm. love that i know because then it makes me feel more comfortable in my skin and again nothing wrong with getting like the filler and the botox like go for it if that's what your heart desires but um it's just i I guess it's not i i would say it's just like more of refreshing i guess because it's not like what you typically see and i like it because it's more unique well i guess too like when it comes to things like fillers specifically like people are using that to just straight up change who they are like change everything about them not realizing how much beauty they had Mm -hmm. being who they were and so then you're getting this huge flux of everybody who just looks the same that is true i feel like a lot of people and and i'm like well and i think it's different like if you did have like a big insecurity that like it bothered you and you're like you know what like i would be a lot happier if i changed this like like when people get like their boobs done and stuff like that like i totally get it Mm -hmm. but then when you're when the reason why you're doing it is because everybody else Else is is. doing it and you think oh like i'll be more accepted i'll be more accepted if i do that or i'll fit in if i do that or i like the way i look but i think i'll like it better and even that's okay but just you know make sure you're doing those things for the right i just like enhancing like your own beauty yeah you could still use botox and fillers while enhancing your natural beauty like there are people out there who do it so naturally you and me always not always i say like we do it all the time but the one time we did it where we went into facetune and we gave each other big lips no but it was it wasn't it was like boop just like a little kiss of injection it was like oh that's what i would look like if i did it the way that i wanted oh yeah yeah yeah. that Mm -hmm. was enough for me for then and sometimes like i still play with the idea of going and getting it done i think i'm just too scared you know what i'm scared about Mm -hmm. is not liking it that's and it. then it's on your face. Yeah. That's why I've never done it. It's like, I'm too scared. I'm too yeah, scared. I'd be afraid to. Um, okay. How do you not compare yourself with what others have? Mm. I feel like that was like a thing that I used to, but I just kind of like stopped a long time ago. I don't know. I just think like, how do I even say this? 
I mean, I don't know. You take it away. <laughs> Can you think of anything? So how do you stop comparing yourself to like what others have? Yeah, like getting jealous of someone having like a nice house, a nice car, stuff like that. I just feel like people are going to buy what they want to buy. And a lot of people don't even own what they buy anyways, to be honest. True. Do you know True. how many people like have these nice ass houses and cars and they've got loans for it all? Nothing yeah. wrong with having a loan. I'm just saying. Yeah. A lot of people. What do they say? Big hat, no cattle. <gasps> you heard, no, I never, never heard, heard that. that. That's good. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I just, I think like getting caught up in material things is mm-hmm. just not something that I, I even really think about. So I feel like, like I get inspired. Yeah. A lot of times where I'm like, I th- like the idea of having something like this. Um, and I feel like that's okay to be inspired to want better things for yourself if that's what that is like if if that's what you want if like getting a nice car would be like the top tier of like what you would want to do for yourself but that's all attainable like you can totally you can do that without looking at somebody else and like getting upset that they have that like if anything you have to turn that into motivation to drive like hey i really like that this person has those things and it interests me in having those things as well what can i do to get them totally 100 percent. so i mean and also knowing like well at what cost like sometimes like i'll look at or before i would like look at someone who had a lot of things and it was like oh i want all these things i want this certain lifestyle what did it take to get that exactly and it's like am i willing to do that and sometimes yes sometimes no and it's like i'm fine with living with less to not have to yeah do certain things to get to that point you a know lot what of i mean times those people that have all those nice things had to sacrifice things like time with their family yep totally. personal time for themselves yep um and that's okay too like, yeah that is okay if that's what you want but it's a choice it's a choice and again turn that hate and comparison into just being inspired mm-hmm. to i'd like that too Cause you know what? Nine times out of 10, sometimes you get that and you didn't even want it. Yeah. I find that with myself so many times. It's a temporary happiness. It really is. It really, it's a temporary high. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, for what? Yeah. Why did I do that? And what's next? Cause then you just want something else. And what did I lose in while I was trying to attain this, whether it's a materialistic thing or whatever, you know what I mean? Totally. 100% mindset I love this one tips for feeling confident when you're just getting back into working out after a slump this is me right now right now um tips for feeling confident honestly it's not even like a confidence thing it's just kind of like more of a mindset thing it's just about getting back into that mindset of getting my routine back because I know after a month of being consistent with my routine I know I'm going to feel on top of the world so absolutely that's all it is really and it's not even necessarily confidence it's just like um I can get like confidence in a, in a way like about the gym mm-hmm. like if they're seeking like we all start somewhere okay mm-hmm. and I remember when I started working out in the gym I didn't know what that, what I was doing and so like I didn't feel confident going in somewhere and having people watch me when I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing I'm gonna pretend like I know what I'm doing um and just like feeling like I'm going to get ridiculed or talked to and coached or whatever. But at the end of the day, you have to realize what, why you're doing it. And if it's to make yourself healthier, happier, better, you kind of have to just push that all aside and just focus on the real goal instead of what 
what's not making you feel confident. Like if it's your image. Yeah. Or we all, are we all, are we, especially in the workout industry, is anybody ever really like happy with the way they look? They're constantly changing it. They're constantly like, everybody's feeling the same, you know? Yeah. Everyone. I mean, yeah, I think they're all there for a reason to feel good about themselves inside and outwards. So yeah. Yeah. I think like just the, my biggest tip would just be consistency and just try to change that mindset into a positive thing. I like the routine that you said. I feel like when you have that routine and consistency, I feel like that alone will build confidence. Yeah. And I think too, not relying on the feeling of being motivated. That's like a huge thing for me because when you're motivated, it's so easy to do something that you naturally wouldn't want to do. When I'm motivated, like before the wedding, it was like, I'm so motivated, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go eat healthy, work out, all this stuff. Of course you're motivated. Of course you're going to go to the gym. Of course, because you want to. Right. It's when you wake up on a rainy day like <clears> I did today and you slept in till nine o'clock and you don't want to go to the gym. And guess what? I, did? I didn't go to the gym. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> but I was sore. Um, but yeah, it's more of like, just getting into the habits and the dedication if this is what you want um because her question was mainly about working out so yeah for me it's getting into that routine being dedicated and not not focused on motivation and that feeling right but mainly on just like second nature this this is what i do yes i agree okay so what's the next question my jaw gets weird Mine too. I clench my jaw. <laughs> We've got like some mouth issues. Yeah, what's going on? So when I sleep, I that clench my jaw. And when I'm stressed, I clench my jaw. And that's part of my overbite is that it's like, and so it like locks up and I get really uncomfortable. Well, I guess we can dive into comparison with like social media yeah. with with our jobs. Because I feel like for me, as far to, as far as... <laughs> As far as far as like comparison, I feel like where I struggle the most isn't necessarily in like what I'm looking like or I guess like normal things that people would compare themselves like yeah. like with things or stuff like that. I just I, I feel like I used to, but I just don't anymore. And now I feel like it's more of like from a business standpoint. I know where you're going with this. Do you feel this way too? Yes. So I feel like it's kind of tricky looking at other people online like now that like social media is what it is I feel like it's very easy to be like okay I'm gonna be almost 30 other people that are 30 are doing this doing this they have this accomplished or whether you know your goals are to like get married have a kid whatever but like you haven't found like the perfect person or it's just stuff like that like I feel like it's very easy then to like get caught up in that kind of thing for sure but um one of the one of the quotes that I love the best, if it's not a quote, it was just a meme I saw. And it was just like, like JK Rowling started Harry Potter at like 40 years old or whatever. And it's like, no matter what your goal is, like there's no timeline for your life. There's no things that you have to have done at a certain point just because it's like normal or like what people- Or because other people are doing that. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean that that's what you are supposed to be doing. You are- where you're supposed to be right now and wherever you want to be in five years, 10 years, even just a year from now, that's up to you. And you're the one that has to change your life to do that. So if you want a certain thing, you 110% are capable of achieving that. So because I know that. (laughs) Now let's dial back. Right. (laughs) Now that I've given you this wisdom. (laughs) Let me tell you how I suck. Same. Um, I have a hard time with, I don't know, just like, 
I guess because a lot of our job has to deal with like likes and views and stuff like that. I get a little bit more caught up in that. Not so much as I used to, thank God. Like I've definitely been more chill and been like fine, but it's very easy to be like, oh, well, this video didn't do as well as this one. And what am I doing wrong? What can I do different? This person is posting about this. Should I be posting about that? Like when I'm, I already started doing it when I started planning like my November and December calendar. I was thinking, okay, I really want to like decorate my house for Christmas on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. I want to go get a tree, want to decorate. The first thing I think about after that thought goes through my head is, well, I should probably do it before Thanksgiving. And so I can post a video before Thanksgiving because other people are going to be doing that. And I want to be on top of it and have my content out there because other people are doing it. That's so stupid. Yeah. That's so stupid. Do what it you want to do and don't do it I just know. because of other people. How many times do we tell each other this in text? Ugh, it's so dumb. It really is. Like, like it's easier to say it than it, than it is to do it. Like even this podcast and other like business things that we've talked about. You're like other people are doing it. Yeah. And so right. do it. You're different. Like you should do it too. Do what you want to do and put your own twist on it. This reminds me of my little Instagram story that I actually yes. had a lot of feedback. You're like from. a baby girl. <laughs> I remember it. I'm going through my makeup, okay? And I'm going through what I need, the world to throw away, just like doing like a declutter kind of thing. And I had like 100 nude lip liners. I'm not even kidding you. And every single one of them, I did not want to get rid of. I was like, I love each one of these for a different reason. But at the end of the day, there's still a nude lip liner. And so I made this comparison, like it doesn't matter how many people are doing something or how much of something out there or there is out there already and you don't feel like putting yourself out there like like why should I be doing that so and so is already doing it this way so like why should I exactly yeah and I said it doesn't matter 10 more brands can come out with nude lip liners and I'm still gonna buy them so there's room for everybody um in a business standpoint, I 100% feel the same way that you feel, especially when it comes to the motivation factor. I have all the time in the world um, to be doing the things that I want to do, and yet I hold myself back from it. And I'll look at somebody like, this person's doing three videos a week. Yeah. I should be doing three videos a week. No. You yeah. do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, and you got to get out of this mindset of like, just cause somebody else's doesn't mean that you have to be doing that too. Yeah. But even if somebody else is doing it and you want to do it, do it, you yeah. know, like it, it, it goes both, both ways. It's all about the mindset. I feel like in every podcast I've been like, it's all about your mindset. It is. It's your mindset. It is your mindset. But for real, if you don't have your mindset right, nothing in your life will be right. I'll tell you this right now. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever you put out, you're going to get back. So like if you're constantly thinking negatively about a certain thing, That's then it's going to be negative. That's what you're going to get. If you program yourself to be positive, which let me tell you, it's fucking hard. Mm -hmm. It's not like, okay, I'm just going to be positive. No, it takes a lot of work. It's a job. It is a job. It's a muscle that you have to exercise. Think of it that way. I keep like deep throating this microphone. Um, just getting into it. <laughs> but like think of it as like, working out your body you also have to work out your mind yeah and I do think that um <laughs> physically working out actually helps with that because it releases endorphins and so you're already thinking positively but that's mm -hmm. just a side note right but just 
positive like thinking positively as much as you can and I think part of that is when you start to think of a negative thing or say you start to compare yourself stop it in its tracks and remind yourself no I'm not comparing myself to this person I am amazing I'm doing I'm where I need to be do I like what she's doing why do I like what that person's doing and why and what do I want to do to get there right I agree um I'm gonna play this back myself (laughs) when I'm like oh my god I don't I don't think I can do that I'm just gonna rewatch my own episode (laughs) yeah um I was also gonna say as well with comparing I think if you start off your day thinking about what you love about the situation you're in what you love about who you are what you're thankful for and grateful for for what you have I think it really helps in the comparison aspect because the more I started looking at my situation with friends, family, my house, what I get to do for a living, when I started seeing other people on social media with maybe bigger, better things, it turned that comparison into like appreciation Mm -hmm. for the work they had to put in to get that and then it gets me inspired to be that myself and so that comparison turns into a positive rather than a negative right there's always going to be somebody less than the situation that you're in so you have to start that day which is like what you are so grateful and thankful for and it really you will start to feel more confident you'll start to not judge your situation as much anymore It just goes hand in hand. And to know that like your happiness is your responsibility. It's nobody else's fault if you're unhappy with your life. And I feel like that's really hard to hear. That's kind of, yeah. It's very, very hard to hear because so much, so many people want to just place what's going wrong in their life onto other things. Or situations like, oh, if I, if only I was X, Y, Z, or only if this was different or my job was different or that at the end of the day, you can have the shittiest job or hey, no job at all and struggle to pay the bills and all these things. And at the end of the day, the way that you see your situation is entirely upon you and your mindset and how you look at it. You have to be happy where you are because you're not going to be happy. And like happiness is a, it's not a destination. Yeah. People think if I get this new car, I get this new house, I'm going to be happy. You'll never be happy until you're happy within. Yep. You're happy with what, where your life is in that moment Mm -hmm. where you'll be chasing happiness forever and you'll just keep disguising those things into materialistic things or like I don't know just like unattainable things for the mind if that makes sense like you can keep thinking that I can have I could have all the money in the world I could have all the makeup I could have all this and then what happens when you get it yeah there's been times in my life where I'm like if I got these shoes I'll be happier and then I get the shoes and I'm like okay okay, I'm happy because I opened them but now what that was that little high it's like uh, it's gone because i placed it somewhere that had no business being needs to be within so i feel like i'm gonna sound really stupid when i say this because i'm not gonna say the right thing but what's like the chemical in your brain when you get high is it dopamine that sounds right serotonin i don't know the difference i should probably google this before i start talking about it but it's like someone did a comparison recently and i don't remember where i heard it but it was like having that instant gratification 
or like a materialistic thing will give you this certain kind of chemical reaction where like delayed gratification and being serotonin is happiness <laughs> Sarah, serotonin is the key hormone that stabilizes our mood feelings of well-being and happiness this hormone impacts your entire body it enables brain cells and other nervous system, nervous system cells to communicate with each other and it helps with sleeping eating and digestion i'm sorry but when you first said that i thought that was the definition you're like serotonin is happiness. happiness what's dopamine oh yeah you're right my bad <laughs> i feel like double means when you're on drugs that's what i think so it's kind of like if you think of it that way it's like buying something as that temporary high a compound present in the body as a neurotransmitter of other substances including okay. wait, wow. <laughs> this is embarrassing how how wait, much is your dopamine? body and no, <laughs> shut <laughs> up wait this is even more dumb Dopamine is a type of neurotransmitter. Your body makes it and your nervous system uses it to send messages between nerve cells. That's why it's sometimes called a chemical messenger. It plays a role in how we feel pleasure. So dopamine, I feel like, is like maybe a physical thing. So like having sex, right? Here we go. The high of THC comes from a chemical called dopamine. Also that too then. Dopamine is released by the brain to reward us for behavior that historically has improved our chance of survival. Oh. We're learning a lot here. <laughs> I'm proud of us. Anyway, the moral of that story, a lot of you, oh my God, we're trying to get, we're going to get like no, we ripped look normal. We're going to get this ripped a, a new thing. asshole for that. <laughs> you know what? This is not things that I talk about every day. So uh, I know. Google worthy. I think you guys get the gist. Like... Buying something gives you that temporary high rather than like the consistent overall. And I don't even think that happiness is the goal or whatever. I think it's more contentment because I think if you're always searching for happiness, you're always searching for that next high, that next great thing. I feel like just living with being normal and being content with what you have is my ultimate goal personally. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, like I kind of struggle with reaching new big goals because I'm honestly content with where I am in life and I I mean that sounds really shitty no but that's where content keeps you in places that you don't want to be too that's true and I I like struggle with like trying to like okay well what's next like what can I work towards but you're like I'm content I love the life I'm living yeah but I still want all these other things right it's true like we want to be content because when you are content Because, like, honestly, like, when you think growth doesn't come from being content. Right. So if your ultimate goal is to grow and to be these things and achieve whatever that it is, you still have to be present in the same time. Mm -hmm. A lot of balance of, like, growing and, like, reaching your goals while also, like, being happy with what you have. Absolutely. Again, everything just comes from within. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean the cliche like tips and tricks would be really diving deep down and loving every part of you. There's help books out that you can read that can help to exercise your mind and to understand why and where these things come from within. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like I did want to say too, confidence can also come from the environment that you're in. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and comparison too, because 
you could be the most confident person in the world and i'm gonna i'm gonna quote kanye right now yeah <laughs> you can't you can't move in a room full of no's okay i've actually never heard that quote nice lyric come on oh god i'm sorry how do you feel how do you still i'm so sorry <laughs> i'll see myself out wait i you really don't know that line no can't move in a room full of no's how do you stay faithful in a room full of hoes yeah that's that's the lyric but i cut the room full of hoes out anyway I think you should keep that in keep it in <laughs> i just didn't say it but a lot of times you have to change the environment that you're in if you're not feeling confident within yourself it could be the people you're surrounding yourself that are bringing you down further like if you genuinely do love yourself and you you struggle with still feeling confident after that mm-hmm. it really plays a role in the environment that you're in yeah um there's actually a quote that i saw online that i'm probably gonna butcher it too here we are i should have just had all this ready readily available we're so unprepared. i'm annoying we're so unprepared my internet's not working so of course but it basically said if a flower doesn't bloom you change the environment in which it grows and like that to me really helps with that confidence level like I was confident my whole life but being around people who wanted to make fun of me and ridicule me for who I am what I looked like all this stuff it beat me down but I still had that fire within me and I I knew once I was going to be out of the situation I'd be better and once I grew up, got out of high school, was in college, I was able to really blossom. Like I always had that deep down within me, but it being around certain people just kept me mm-hmm. down there. So that's kind of what I wanted to say about confidence too. Like if you already had it, but you still don't feel it. Yeah. And bringing that back to you're the average of the average of the five people that you spend your most time around. Yeah. And if you don't know five people that are going to be positive around you, yeah. engulf yourself in books, podcasts, audiobooks, like whatever, just so that that's what you're constantly surrounding yourself around. Like, I think I was talking to you about this. Like I aspire to have like bigger businesses and like all these different things. I don't know a lot of people that like own their own businesses in the way that like I would want to yeah. and stuff like that. So I engulf myself in podcasts and every day I'm listening to something that's motivational and like getting in my head and reminding me of these just different things. And yeah, I, I like think that. that's really important. Mm-hmm. So, so in that way, yeah, there's a lot of like things that you can do outsources to like help you be that, be who you want to be. It's all up to you. Yeah. You seriously. can do you it. Can do it. <laughs> and when you, and when you want to compare yourself to somebody, don't. don't. <laughs> Just don't. Just don't. And then you're cured. <laughs> the end. The end. Great. Send this to your dad. So he approves. <laughs> <laughs> he will. <laughs> well, I think that's it for this yeah. episode. I feel Do you like have anything I'm, else to say? No. I feel like we just talked a lot about it. I think so too. And I really hope that, I don't know, somebody. Well, and there's, di- there's like, I don't know, part like when I said that thing about like, oh, I'm content with what I have. Mm-hmm. I second guess myself. I'm like, oh, is that cocky? Is that rude? And it's like, no. absolutely not. I'm not like, I don't know. I, I just really am comfortable. And I think that. I feel like a lot of people strive to be comfortable. Yeah. That's what we all kind of want. Yeah. And Nobody wants to struggle every single day. Yeah. I mean, unless you're trying to achieve a goal, but like generally in life, like we just want to wake up 
and be comfortable and that we have a job that we mm -hmm. have money to pay the bills that we have that we love yeah like those things make you feel comfortable they make you feel secure and Mm -hmm. when you have that security and comfortability then you you have that confidence and genuinely appreciating the small things yes and just knowing like you have to actively practice that it's not like you're just going to wake up one day and feel this contentment it's physically in your mind practicing those things yep and then i think that the confidence and the comparison the confidence will come and the comparison will go yeah 100 percent to an extent because sometimes there's some good comparison there health, really is there, like the motivational stuff not everything has to be negative right. exactly like there are healthy comparisons like i said when i compare myself to somebody i in a healthy way of using it like to be inspired right i love you that know? like it's not to be negative and like put myself down yeah. no you don't want to put yourself down yeah you have a whole world that's doing that already boom mm-hmm. why do you want to do that to yourself Preach. i know it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot easier to say that but I mean that you're the only person that's going to save you and you just practice those things, find those tools, help, get down to the root of those issues. Yep. And and strive, thrive. An- another quote I saw, I'll end on this. I'm going to butcher the quote, of course. Of course. <laughs> Let's butcher everything. Well, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> it was something about like you are the person you spend your most time with. Mm-hmm. Make sure you like who that is. Yeah. Love it. Boom shakalaka. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. All right. Where can everybody find you on social media? You can find me at Amanda Javon on YouTube, Instagram, and that's it. Anything else is a fake. And TikTok. Oh, you're right. I. You know what? I want to keep getting a little bit more on TikTok. But TikToks just started having like these crazy requirements. They were like throwing weird. I just showed you what they threw on like Jaclyn Hill's thing. It's yes. so weird. She what, gave like, away a dog and they're like, this is inappropriate. Yeah, like to somebody that she like knows, <laughs> like it wasn't like a stranger. It's just so weird. Like crazy. I feel like creators don't get to be themselves on TikTok. And I mean, I had a video that went viral off a song. A song that they provided and then they cut the sound just because they felt like it. So like stupid. I just feel like TikTok really decides they can do whatever they want, whatever they want, and it doesn't matter. So I just kind of like, I go on it more for the enjoyment of me watching videos rather than me like making them. Yeah. But you're still on there. But I'm still on there. Amanda Devon. <laughs> Amanda Devon. Yeah, I think it's Amanda Devon. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Thank really you so much for you. having me. Of course. Of course. Come over every day. I will. <laughs> now that tomorrow. I don't see you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and watching. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to head over there if you're listening on just the listening portion. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening and watching. (laughs) Bye. Bye.